Hello. Welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Raziel. I got my man Sticks Picks here with me, and we are recapping week nine of the NFL. Some good, some bad, some victory laps, some defeat laps, I think we named them, and uh, some stuff that were coming up. Sticks, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm not excited for the Jets and the Patriots, but it's Masters Week. So no matter what is your favorite sport, like everybody appreciates Masters Week. It is a tradition unlike any other. Hello, friends. (laughs) Hello, friends. We are here. We're not going to be talking about the Masters, but I'm very excited for it as well. It's going to be weird this year, of course, um, with it being in November. It's going to be fun betting weekend, though. I can guarantee that. Uh, we have a lot of Masters content. Just to let everybody out there know, we got a lot of Masters content. Obviously, we have our podcast and live stream that's on Tuesday nights. We have Sia writing multiple articles. Our man, Cicely Kid already has an article out with another one coming. Uh, I think the whole crew is getting on board because it is Masters week. Hopefully, the ratings don't get demolished like the rest of the golf tournaments because of the NFL. But at the same time, I'm going to watch both. It's going to be a blast, and we're going to have a good time. But we are here, as I said, to recap week nine. First, housekeeping. Follow at Sticks Picks, S-T-I-X-P-S-E-K-S, at follow at Microvazil1, follow at Windaily Sports. Nice and easy. Windailysports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in the expert Discord chat. That way you can ask Sticks Picks all the questions to win money in the NFL. And he'll also obviously have a couple golf takes, I'm sure. So do those things, and we're off to a very good start. So let's go. We'll travel all the way back in time. Boo-doo-doo, boo-doo-doo, boo-doo-doo. Back to Green Bay Packers uh, lighting up, for lack of a better term, the San Francisco 49ers. This game was bad. Um, it was very bad, but it was on my birthday, so I watched some of it. Um, so it was, it was cool. Aaron Rodgers, he was on his FU tour uh, coming off a loss. Obviously, they wanted to cover that spread of seven, seven and a half, six and a half, wherever you got it. He had four touchdowns. Um, Aaron Jones did play. Not too much, but he didn't really need to. Devontae Adams did his thing. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, two nice touchdowns. Uh, One for one yard, one for 52. Kind of funny how that works out. And Mercedes Lewis getting back in the box. Uh, Anything from the Packers side from our resident Packers fan? No, but um, MVS finally went off the day I quit playing him. Well, I don't play showdowns really ever, but... No, never. (laughs) Never. Um, Not you. (laughs) If I did... I would not have played him because I swore him off after I'm mm. heavily invested in him that game against Houston. Yeah, kind of stinks. And then we also saw on the 49ers side, well, the passing attack, whatever, like most of their team was out. Uh, Richie James, if I'm not mistaken, right? Right. That's who I got. Uh, went off. Yeah. Just absolutely went off nine for 184 and a touchdown. But that's also understanding that River Cockcraft was a starting wide receiver that day for the 49ers. Um, I guess the only thing of note is Jarek McKinnon got more carries than Jamichael Hasty. So that's really all I got. Anything and on good that? Good luck handicapping that backfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't do it. If Mostert's there, it seems like he is the lead guy. If not, you really can't do anything at this point. Uh, so yeah, I would say either throw a bunch of darts or throw zero darts on the uh, on that 49ers backfield. All right, let's now move to Sunday. Uh, first game I'm starting with here, Sticks. I have the Broncos and the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta was up big late. They tried to blow a lead. It ended up not happening. Matt Ryan, three touchdowns and a pick. Todd Gurley, bad, but still gets in the box. Like I don't know how the hell this guy does it. It's incredible. Hayden Hirsch, you called it. Big game, uh, relatively, 7 for 62. Not angry about that. On the other side, we had Drew Locke leading in passing and rushing yards. Never a good way to go about it. He had a couple touchdowns, one on the ground. Jerry Judy, nice, nice day, 7 for 125 and a touchdown. Tim Patrick was back, had nine targets, didn't do too much, 4 for 29. 
how do you have? Do you have some fun with this game? Did you uh, did you enjoy any of this in the DFS world? Yeah, absolutely. I think the uh, cash game sample lineup I put in the article absolutely went nuts. That was with Drew Locke and Jerry Judy paired up, and then Hayden Hurst at the tight end position. Every one of those guys absolutely smashed their value. I know, like Hurst, it, it may not seem like a big day, but with tight ends this year, mm-hmm. that is a big day. So, was it seven for sixty-one? You said yep, sixty-two. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's a huge day for a tight. I mean, it's it's a huge day for anybody not named Travis Kelsey. Like if yep. Kelsey puts up that stat line, you're you're disappointed. But at forty-one hundred or whatever Hayden Hurst was, monster day because no one else did shit. No. With, especially with Evan Ingram dropping more uh, more passes, which we'll get he to. He outscored Darren Waller, who scored a touchdown. Oh, look at that. So, there you go. Not bad. Yeah, it's a good day. Uh, yeah, other than that, I just think it's kind of cool. Jerry Judy moving forward. Hopefully, they can continue to give him 14 targets. Granted, there's a big reason why he had so many is because they were down. But him and KJ Hamler, their first two round picks, uh, first, um, first and second round pick, there we go, uh, both did really well, I think. So that's always something, you know, obviously, uh, Denver's not a good team. They have a couple interesting wins, a couple interesting losses, but I think it is kind of cool. Falcons, three and six. Not that that means anything, but they're totally playing themselves out of a top 15 pick. I think we all can agree upon that. So always fun to watch the Falcons do this late in the season. And not that we're quite late in the season, but it's week 10, man. How crazy is that? We're already starting to get double digits. Um, let's move. It's ridiculous. Uh, let's move on. We have the Seahawks and the Bills. This game was wacky as all hell. I think Seattle had it down to seven, then rushed through like a pick six or a pick that ended up like practically on the goal line. Josh Allen went nuts, 415, three touchdowns, also had a touchdown on the ground. Russell Wilson, outside of the two picks and two fumbles, did really well, but when you have four turnovers, it's not a very good day. Pretty much any of the pass catchers, DK Metcalf, uh, David Moore, fantastic, Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Gabriel Davis. I mean, everyone just felt like they were doing whatever they wanted. Tyler Lockett, not so much, did have seven targets. Um, Man, four turnovers for Russ kind of sucked, but other than that, this was just a Awesome game. How many points do we have? Uh, 78. Who's angry about that? Come on. Not me. No, I uh, model had Josh Allen as the number one passer. So most passing yards on the slate that held true. And it had him, I believe, as the number two quarterback. Did he finish as number one or did Kyler get him late? Kyler might have gotten him late. I'll be totally honest. I'm not 100%. Yeah, Kyler went nuts. Kyler had the over 100 yards rushing, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, he sure so, did. Let me see. Standard. Not bad. Kyler had 39 points in my low-scoring standard league, home league. So, yeah, Kyler was QB1, which I think was on the model, or Russ was number I don't know. Kyler and Russ were number one, and mm-hmm. I think Allen was two or three. But those guys are the top three in that yeah. smash. I mean, it's not groundbreaking strategy by any means. Those are probably the top three you'd, everybody would pick, but... Mahomes was up there too. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just a huge day. So great, fun day. Josh Allen. It was it was fun. Um, Stephon Diggs just gets a shit ton of targets, like you always know. It's so much. It's so easy when you like Josh Allen in a matchup in DFS because you know it's like just pair him with Diggs. Mm-hmm. Gabriel Davis was a little bit wild. Um, I would have never played him. I think he's in the Millionaire Maker lineup, which makes zero sense, but. Um, it it does make sense from a term of getting cheap exposure to the highest total game. We say that every single week. So a dude did that and he hit big. So good for him. Gotta love it. Um, The ragtag group of running backs for the Seahawks, DJ Dallas, Travis Homer, Alex Collins. Remember Alex Collins, man, that was, that was fun owning him a couple years ago in season long when he was on the Ravens. Uh, And then we run the shit out of the ball and (laughs) he would never avoid a tackle. He'd just go right at you. Nope, man. That yards per carry was very low, but you knew he'd get about 20. It's kind of like Todd Gurley this year. Just give it to him, whatever. Um, And then Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, absolutely nothing. Devin Singletary, 
Uh, two carries for one yard. Zach Moss, nine carries for 18 and a touchdown. Uh, I mean, there was no rushing. This was 100%. Let's just sling the ball all game. Well, well, oh no, we were over 800 yards passing in this game and less than 100 yards rushing. So that was awesome. I enjoyed it. It was a blast. Uh, as you said, highest total. It was fun. It got interesting kind of late and then it didn't and then it did again. But Russ having four turnovers. I mean, if anybody said, do you think Russ or Josh Allen has a better chance of four turnovers? I think we would all agree that it absolutely would be Josh Allen. But uh, in this situation, you know, sometimes that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. So it was a fun game, uh, but I think we can move on to a way less fun game uh, just to get this one nice and out of the way. Let's go to the Giants and the Washington Football Club. Nick, and I'm using your name because this is very serious. I usually call you Sticks, but Nick. Daniel Jones didn't have a single turnover. Can we say he's right at the ship? Danny Dimes, he's back. Um, he's back. Did not play. Did not play that well. At no, all. I mean, no. This game line, sucked. I thought Giants tried to give it away. It was awful. The offensive line just still can't get anything. I mean, what do you get sacked five? Five it had to be five or six times. Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to say like because I think I have Washington as my season long defense, and mm-hmm. they're getting a bunch of sacks. So I was rooting for that. Um, Austin Mack, is this yeah. guy going to get some tick moving forward? I had a lot of happening in DFS, so that was good. The guy just gets 10 targets a game now. It's really exciting to see how much they use him because he's never healthy and he hasn't missed a game here, so you got to love that. Super talented dude. It's fast as hell. A lot of Sterling Shepard in DFS. Um, that was a little bit of a bummer. He did have eight targets, six catches, but just did nothing with them. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because they had absolutely no time to throw the ball deep. That's why you see a guy like... Darius Slayton do absolutely nothing at all because mm-hmm. there's just no time for him to get deep. So you like guys like Darius Slayton and DFS, you need to make sure it's a good matchup against a team that has no pass rush at all. Yes. Washington yep. does have a pass rush. So easy fade for me that week. Um, Terry McLaurin, man, just gets it done every single week, mm-hmm. no matter what the matchup is. I, yeah, it's what he does. J.D. McKissick, what did he have? Nine catches for 65 yards. Holy shit. There's yep. your punt play uh, running back if you need it. I will never play him because I'm Team Gibson, and Gibson looked good. Uh, he got a touchdown. Yeah, got his touchdown. He still caught three passes, 35 yards. Like He's effective when he gets the ball. I just wish they would get rid of J.D., but it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Not this year. I think they're probably just kind of maybe hopefully not wearing down all the tires on Antonio Gibson on a team that we very well know is sucks. Um, obviously some crappy news. Kyle Allen gets his leg broken essentially on the same spot that Alex Smith got his leg broken. Now this one wasn't nearly as bad. It ended up being uh, more of a dislocation and a small fracture than kind of having his leg snap in half, but it was gross nonetheless watching it and you never want to see it. And, you know, hopefully he will be okay. Probably looks like next season, especially with as late in the season we are now. Uh, for Kyle Allen. Unfortunately, he was only on a one-year deal. Hopefully, they bring him back in some capacity. I think that means Dwayne Haskins is going to be active. They kind of have to have a backup quarterback, and you can't put all your eggs in the Alex Smith bucket, who looked okay outside of three pretty bad picks, um, 325 and a touchdown. As you said, Daniel Jones looked all right, but no, not really. He had two fumbles, just didn't actually turn them over, which was nice. Wayne Gallman got in the box again. I think that's three, uh, three weeks in a row where Wayne Gallman gets a touchdown. Moving forward, is it more just you know a crazy matchup, or is that something to actually pay attention to? I think whatever the matchup is, you could use him. But Alfred Morris is starting to get even mm-hmm. you know, the last two weeks. So what do you have this week? Nine carries. Yep. And any targets? Yeah, one target. So they're yep. trying to get Alfred ten plus touches a game. It looks like because they do not rely on Gallman, as I do not blame them for. But 
Yeah. Looks like Deion Lewis is uh, out of the pecking order, so that's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, if Wayne Gallman's super cheap this upcoming week, I don't who do they play? Uh, um, good question. I don't even know. Big Giants fan here. Um, mm, I mean, at oh, this they point, got Philly. they got Philly. I'm not oh, don't yeah, don't don't play that. That's awful. Um, maybe I just kind of wrote that one out. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was a Giants tried to give the game away. They were up 17. Uh, they let Washington come all the way back again. It was those three picks. There was a muffed punt. Uh, it was, you know, five total turnovers, if I'm not mistaken, and the Giants still only won by three points. That is how bad this team is. Daniel Dimes has four wins, 4-0 four and o against the Washington Football Club, has one win against the rest of the league, and it was because Matt Gay missed a 33-yard field goal, I think. So something to pay attention to, Giants fans. Something to pay attention to. But as you said, Terry McLaurin, absolute animal. Um, a lot of it came on one catch, but who cares? He got it. He got in the box. It was a good day for him. Uh, let's move on. This game sucked. We can get over with this one pretty quick. Bears Titans. Bears suck. suck. How is Matt Nagy an offensive genius and this bad at being an offensive play caller and, and schemer? And I don't know. How, how is he this bad? Nick, tell me. I don't know. I saw pro football focus said that that was the worst graded first half of offense they've had in the Matt Nagy era. Wow. That's something as bad as it's been in years past. Um, it's only getting worse, which is wild to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I don't know when your leading rusher for most of the game was a special team second string linebacker, Bocavius Mingo. That's not a good thing. Uh, David Montgomery sucks. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say and that. And in concussion. Right, he's in yeah, concussion he's protocol concussion. as well, so watch out. I don't know Ryan Nall season or Cordero's going to get more carries. Uh, either way, it's terrible. No matter who the running back is, it's just awful offensive line. Like David Montgomery, I know people think he sucks. I personally just said he sucked, but I take that back. That was a rash decision. I think he's average, and we, we really will never know until he gets a good offensive line. It may just be a wasted career, and he kind of turns and burns out after four or five years. Like we've seen a lot of hyped running backs come in the NFL and just fade away. Um like that dude from Bama, Trent Richardson, kind of mm. similar thing here, man. He had nowhere to go in that Cleveland offensive line. Um, just, I went to the Colts, also yeah, nowhere to yeah. go there. Um, yeah, this one, this game just was awful. I'll be honest, I didn't watch a single snap of it, uh, but just looking at the box score and hearing everybody else's reactions, I think that's something to say. Alan Robinson, 7 for 81, does not get a touchdown, which we really have liked. Darnell Mooney, 5 for 43, but had 11 targets. So as you've been saying, he's very clearly the number two uh, number two back or the uh, number two wide receiver there. Nick Foles threw the ball 52 times. I don't think on any planet that is the way the Bears win a game. And considering how bad the Titans defense really has been, I don't know how they only put up 17 points, but this Bears team is bad. Um, very bad. That's really all it comes down to at this point. And Run Cordero Patterson. Solid, though. Run defense looks solid. They really shut down Henry. And A.J. Brown only had four catches out of nine targets. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think Tennessee's that good. No, I agree, but Jesus Christ, this Bears team is bad. They're now five and four. I think this is, what, three losses in a row for them. So, Or maybe is it four? I don't even know. Either way, they suck, and I'm excited not have to talk about them too much anymore. Let's move on. Three in a row because I beat Tampa a couple weeks ago. You're right, you're right, you're right. Which is nuts. How the hell did they do that? We'll get to the Tampa game a little bit later. Uh, We do have to touch upon that because woof. But let's go to another. uh, This was a... This was an interesting one. A lot of people had this written down. It's like, hey, let's pay attention to this game. We have the Ravens and the Colts. Lamar Jackson, 19 of 23 for 170. So that's really not that great. Um, they did have a team. Uh, they had a team total of 110 rushing yards, but that was on friggin' 40 attempts. So yikes. Uh, 
I don't know, man. What's and we'll get to the Colts in a second, but this Ravens team, it seems like every single week it's like they can't throw the ball, they can't run the ball, they keep winning because their defense is pretty good. But what the hell, man? Why can't they figure it out? They have all these incredible players, and it just seems like they just can't put it together. Uh losing Stanley or Staley, I always mess mm-hmm. up his name, the offensive lineman. That's really Stanley. crucial. So that sucks. Um, but man, Lamar Jackson just cannot throw the football at all. This is a very readable secondary routine that has a relatively respectable passing game, puts up solid passing numbers against the Colts. Uh, Ravens couldn't do it, but their defense kept them in this game. Phil Brooks is bad. Um, I, I mean, the Ravens are who they are. They're not ever going to win a shootout game, as you saw Kansas City just absolutely throttled them. They're going to have to score their points early via the run and strong defense. And if those two things don't happen, they are not going to win. I think this is the first game that they won against a team with a winning record. Please correct wow. me if I'm wrong, but um, I don't remember them ever playing winning against a team with a winning record. They beat record. the Browns before the Browns had a winning record because they were 0-0. Does that count? Does that count? I actually don't know. Point. I don't know. Let the audience decide. You guys just scream it out in your radios or whatever you're listening to it and just let mm. us know, even though we won't hear it. But yeah, uh, judgment definitely. call. We'll go with the judgment call. I like I that. Yeah. Little research necessary. The Ravens, I don't think, are very good this year. Um, I don't think, I think it's very clear Lamar Jackson will not be the MVP again unless he does something insane in the last eight weeks, seven weeks of the season. But called regression, yeah. though. I will take first victory lap of the show. Um, Lamar Jackson regression. I didn't think it'd be this bad. I think he's like QB 14 or 15 in most leagues, depending on your scoring system. But I will uh, take the victory lap on regression. Yes, you did call regression, but I think uh, really not going too far out on a limb uh, to say that he was going to regress from one of the greatest seasons of all time. I don't know. It was like a round two or three fancy draft pick. I knew that was a big problem. Go get Kyler in round five or six. I said that all year long. And look at QB1, Kyler Murray. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Victory clap for the victory lap. Oh, I like that. We're going to have to see you. If you are listening, which I highly suggest that you do if you don't already. Um, And also subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, wherever the heck you're listening. See ya. (laughs) Please let us know if you can trademark victory clap for a victory lap. I think we would really appreciate that. And then, Nick, I'm going to have to take us completely off the rails for a second. Please. Saw your wonderful uh, wonderful wife, girlfriend, fiance, whatever she was in the background. Was she wearing an Odell Beckham jersey? Jersey? Yeah. The really? year I won the league, I had Odell, so I bought that jersey shirt for Love it. But, yeah, I miss Odell on the Giants. That was just a fun team. And uh, I was always team Eli until, mm. he, I mean, because I like Old Miss. They're my college team of choice. I'm in Arkansas. I'm going to start being an Arkansas guy because my parents live down there now. So Okay. Felipe Franks. Um, yeah, that's right. Old Florida. That's great. Cool. Got it. Yeah. Florida legend. Um, And then on the, so a couple of things. Uh, this Colts team, this offense is awful. Jonathan Taylor gets in the box immediately, it feels like, and then fumbles the ball, which is then returned for a touchdown and quickly was relegated to not really touching the ball too much anymore. He also had six carries that ended up for 27 yards. That's just bad, man. He just has not done what he's needed to do. Phillip Rivers threw the ball 43 times. We all know that is not what we want. He also threw an interception, which I will call complete bullshit on. That was not an interception. I don't know. I don't know if you saw it or if you cared to see it, but it was total BS. And I think uh, somebody should get getting a stern talking to. I think I'll say that. Shout out Marcus Peters, though. Hopefully he had a contact incentive. Um, yeah, I think that's about it from this game. Two bad offenses. Don't really need to talk about them too much. Let's talk about two fun offenses. Let's talk Panthers Chiefs. 
Here's your real MVP, Patrick Mahomes, 25 TDs, one interception this year. What the frig is up? Let's go. Uh, we also had the revival of Christian McCaffrey, and it looks like it's only going to be for one game because he ended up hurting his shoulder <laughs> on the last drive, unfortunately. But we talked about it on the preview show. How do you not play Christian McCaffrey at $9,500? He ended up balling out, was absolutely fantastic, did his thing. I think he had well over 150 total uh, yards uh, from scrimmage, had two touchdowns like 10 catches, whatever the hell he did. He was fantastic. Teddy Bridgewater, too, throwing the ball all over the place. The Panthers, it was fun. It was interesting. They tried to keep it. They tried to do it. Chiefs tried to give it away late, but did not. Um, I mean, I don't really think we have to say too much other than, damn, this was a fun game and these offenses were good. But anything specifically that stuck out to you after uh, 10 weeks from either of these teams? Uh, shout out to Matt Rule for having such a good game plan on scoring that much, that many points against the Chiefs without running the football that well. So I like that a lot. I mean, Chris McEvray had a solid day, 18 for give or take 70 yards, but they just had a really good plan. They have a lot of weapons. Robbie Anderson opened up a ton for that offense. I really question that signing in the offseason with a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, who historically never throws the ball deep. But Curtis Samuel, man, he, he's playing lately. Uh, shout out to Big Theo who had mm-hmm. him in his main lineup for some reason. You crazy bastard, Theo. I don't know what you saw on Curtis Samuel, but I love it. love that it worked out. Um, that was awesome. So good for you. Just, yeah, really fun game. And anytime Mahomes, we said on the live stream, anytime Mahomes is under 10%, just go. Just take it. It's, it's so dumb that people don't play him every single week. 372 and four touchdowns through the air. I mean, it, it's kind of like routine. Like, it's insane to think, but it's routine that he throws – at least three touchdowns. If he doesn't throw three touchdowns in a game, it's like, oh, Mahomes kind of had a shitty game, didn't he? I think against the Bills a couple weeks ago when it was just downpouring everywhere. It's understandable. But uh, yeah, man, it's just crazy. And and I apologize to anybody out there. If it seems like I get a little jumpy here, I am looking at the ESPN box scores and about every 30 to 35 seconds, ESPN has an automatic ad that I cannot mute. I cannot mute this ad. So every about 35 seconds, I get a really loud noise in my ear while looking at Nick's Beautiful, beautiful face. So it's very frustrating, but fuck off, ESPN. Jesus Christ. Um, all right. Chiefs oh, running game. Fun, fun story. Fun yeah. story. Real quick. Fun story. Okay. Um, um, was looking into something about that Patrick Mahomes play where he himself went in motion yes. when he took a snap. I think it was the Demarcus Robinson touchdown. I went down a deep rabbit hole on like when the hell did they ever come up with that? Apparently, Chiefs beat reporters say that when they run special teams plays in practice, Mahomes just goes out and tries to make up stuff on offense and that was his play that he designed no Andy Reid at all to it so I mean love we're it witne- we're just witnessing greatness right now it's incredible honest to God like I know it's only been two and a half years but many people already say that he's easily one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time now obviously we want to see it sustained let's hope for no injuries but even at this point it's just Absolutely insane what he's doing. And what was it, a couple years ago? Or was it last year? I can't remember. Was it in the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship game? I can't remember when it was, but when they, all three of the um, people in the backfield all did like a turnaround. And it was like, oh yeah, like Army did that in like oh, 1947 yeah. Yeah, yeah. or whatever. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? Watching this kind of shit. They didn't know the play, right? Yeah, yeah, it was something yeah. ridiculous. But it's cool. It is cool. But let's uh, hop back into this for a second. Chiefs run game, 12 for 30. Uh, now, I know they were kind of down a little bit in this game. I think it was, what, like 17 to 10-ish, somewhere around there, 17-something. Uh, so something to pay attention to, but 12 rushes for 30 yards. Now, I know you say, screw it. If you don't have to run the ball, don't. But at some point, you're going to have to run the ball. Now, they did against the Bills, I but I think I that was the Bills' defense. But, like, what the hell, man? How could Clyde Edwards-Hilaire not do anything? 
And they bring in Le'Veon Bell. He also can't do everything. Maybe he's just old and not good anymore, it turns out. But what is, like, is that worrisome for you? I guess, like, more long-term thinking of, of this team overall? Nope. I usually would be. Any other team I would be, but what I see out of Mahomes and just how many, as long as this team's healthy, and I, I, I call healthy being down one receiver tops. So Sammy Watkins right now, him, I don't think that makes yeah, that big of a yeah, difference. That's... But if, like, Hardman went down or Demarcus Robinson went down, I think that makes it a lot easier on the defense to scheme for them. But if they have this that much speed, three guys that run a four two four three on the outside on every single play, that's that's just too tough. And they're so damn good. Any guy that can flick his wrist and get him the ball. Um, just, yeah, and, just, and he could avoid pressure too. Like if the offensive line isn't that good, it doesn't matter. You're not going to sack him. Yeah, it is. It is pretty fantastic. Usually Mahomes has some pretty good numbers, good relative to quarterbacks rushing the ball. It's always fun to see that. Sometimes he gets in the box on the ground as well just a couple fun stat lines travis kelsey 12 targets 10 receptions 159 tyree kill 18 targets nine catches 113 two touchdowns hardman and robinson each with three catches demarcus robinson with the touchdown and elair did have three catches for 21 yards or 20 yards and got in the box as well so crazy game a lot of fun chiefs hold them off late and end up winning um Let's get to the best running back in the NFL, question mark. Uh, The Detroit Lions lose to the Minnesota Vikings. Matt Stafford, as you said, did play and then unfortunately got rocked and now is probably has a concussion. So that kind of stinks. Kirk Cousins, three touchdowns. That's kind of cool. But Dalvin Cook, man, 22 carries for 206, two touchdowns. Just add it to Alexander Madison also had 12 for 70. So 275 total rushing yards for this Minnesota offense. That is insane. Anything else from this game other than Dalvin Cook is just an absolute monster? The 70-yard touchdown he scored, there was only 10 Lions on the field. So <laughs> Gotta love good it. Good for Patricia. All right, now I'm I'm in. Fire's ass. Like, yeah. They're just not awesome. prepared for anything. Happy to, happy five, to, so it's happy to like bring you on the team. Yeah. Um, or now they're three and six, aren't they? But who cares? Whatever the case may be, I don't know. They're bad. Not they're sure bad. They not good. DeAndre they Swift. They were on by already. So yeah, three, three and five. five. DeAndre Swift. Nothing. Thirteen for sixty-four. I mean, that's not bad. Five average. Yeah, five a carry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, three catches for thirty-three yards. So it's kind of good. They just Danny Amendola, seven for seventy-seven. Um, no touchdown. Hawkinson did get in the box. Um, Irv Smith Jr., two catches, 10 yards, two touchdowns. Did you play him in any lineups this week? Oh, Irv Smith, I did not. Mm, gotta love that. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Dalvin I Cook play, is I won't play guys incredible. get two or three targets a game and only play 34, five, or 35% of the snaps. I'm not doing that. Yeah, can't really, can't really blame you there. Kyle Rudolph still exists for whatever reason. Shout out Kyle Rudolph. Uh, no, let's... Not anymore, he's hurt. Is he? COVID. He's on COVID list oh. as of today. So oh, shit. Okay. Coming up. I don't know. No, hopefully he is okay. We'll see what happens there. Um, let's go to the Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. AFC South. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta love it. Deshaun Watson, 281, two touchdowns in the air, 50 yards rushing on the ground. Jake Luton, 304 and a touchdown. Uh, also had a touchdown on the ground. Uh, man, Duke and David Johnson suck. Let's start with that. Let's say that James Robinson, 25 for 99. Couldn't get me the bonus. Couldn't get me the bonus. He was on 99 for like the entire fourth quarter. That kind of sucked. Uh, Will Fuller, five for a hundred on the dot touchdown. Brandon cooks three for 83. Another touchdown DJ Chark. I think the first play of the game went 73 yards for a touchdown and it's seven for 146. How much of this game were you stacking? This was nice. 
I had a ton of DJ Chark, so that saved saved a lot of my ass there. He was my number one punt play wide receiver on the cheat sheet, and I believe Mike Williams, Marvin Jones, Jerry Judy, and John Brown. So almost all those guys went off. Um, Marvin Jones, well, Mike Williams had a good day. Marvin Jones had a fair day. He was 2.5x value, but yeah, uh, DJ Chark at like 2% ownership was huge for me. He was just a wide receiver one price at 5,200 against a bad pass defense. Mm -hmm. And what I love, I'd said he's like, he comes from a pro offense in Oregon State. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's got a hose too, but it was kind of broken coverage on that Chark touchdown, but he did so much else other than that too. So really good. So at 300 for the day. So that's something to uh, get that hundred yards. Me too, man. I I ended up winning that matchup in my season long but geez that would have sucked if it came down to a two or three point difference uh it's nice to see brandon cooks back to life you get rid of bill o'brien the guy who traded for him he leaves now brandon cooks really gets i mean he got nine targets uh as we said 83 yards and a touchdown there which was pretty nice long of 57 will fuller did have a crazy long 77 yard Uh, i think that ended up being a touchdown and it was just he just ran by everybody. Man, how cool is it? We have Will Fuller and Evan Ingram for more than half of a season. And they've both been well, Will Fuller's been really good. Evan Ingram's kind of sucks, but like it's still awesome to see these guys made of glass coming through and actually playing uh for a majority of the year. We'll see what happens. Still a few games left. Let's go well, to Will the Will Fuller scores a touchdown in every damn game. It seems like it, right? I think I saw um our friend Ian Hart Hartz. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, all but the first two. He's mm-hmm. put a touchdown in every single game since week three. And I think every game he gets a target, he has like over 80 yards because there was those two games that he didn't get a target or whatever. It just makes no sense, man. It makes absolutely no sense. Um, let us go on. We have the Raver Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Los Angeles Chargers. And the Chargers, they're just making up ways to lose now. I have never, never seen a team do something like this. It's absolutely insane. At least they didn't have a 17-point lead this time. Still, I think they did have a lead in going in the in the second half, so that's something to pay attention to. Man, I uh, feel bad for all the Chargers fans out there, but the Raiders look pretty okay. Josh Jacobs, all right, got 14 carries. For some reason, Devontae Booker got eight. Kind of curious about that one. Uh, it looks like the lead back for the Chargers now, and Kalen Balaj uh, tried to get traded to the Dolphins, then didn't, then was cut by the Jets and ended up somehow on the Chargers and had 15 carries, a touchdown, and I think caught a touchdown. No, just two catches for 15 yards, so that's something. Um, what do you got on this game? Justin Herbert's real. I think we can all agree upon that now. Oh, yeah. Um, passing over was easy money. Shout out to Ghost on that one. Uh, the model had him very high as well, so that's awesome. Yeah, Justin Jackson, he got hurt apparently uh, on the first play or yep. either in warm-ups. I don't know the true story there, but that sucked because I had so many lives with Josh Jackson. So mm. just Jackson, nothing yeah. you could do there though, as out of our control. And if there was any reporting of it, it was likely too late if it was in warmups or in the first play, whatever it was, obviously we, we weren't focusing on that at a three o'clock game. So that sucks. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I love these dudes. Hunter Henry finally got a lot of targets. Good for him. Kind of nice. Didn't do much with him. Only like seven points on drafting. So again, he's not hitting value on a consistent basis, but uh, yeah, Darren Waller only five for 22, 10 targets. This is a weird game for like just spread out production everywhere. Aguilar did his thing, scored a touchdown on three targets. I'll never play that guy. Um, someone in chat always wants to play Aguilar. I don't know how he does it, but it worked this week, I guess. Um, I don't know. It didn't. His price wasn't even that low. Uh, Derek Carr's trash to me, but hmm. this team just loves to run the football in, in Vegas. So, yeah, I guess Josh Jacobs is kind of banged up, so they don't want to give him a full workload for a while. So you're going to see a lot of Devontae Booker moving forward. 
Yeah, it was a it was such a weird game. I mean, the Vegas had 20, 49 total plays. Justin Herbert threw the ball 42 times and they ran the ball 31. So this was the Chargers game. I mean, there was I don't even think there were that many turnovers. There was one turnover for the Chargers. So like that's something. But to have that many to have 30 more plays pretty much than the, than the other team um, with as much production, you know, 326 for the air for Herbert, 128 on the ground. I don't know. It was very weird. Uh, and then, yeah, the I don't know if you haven't seen it. The Chargers on fourth and goal with like two seconds left, throw a fade. Shout out to the end zone fade. Um, it is caught. Then it is reviewed and it was not caught. And the Chargers lost. So you got to love it. You got to love it. Poor Chargers. Um, yeah, I think that's enough. This game kind of sucked. Uh, they ran two fades on the last possession. Yes. you got to have better plays than that. You really, especially when Keenan Allen isn't all of them. Right. Yeah, well, he's not much of a fade guy. It's to it, me, it's exactly every time so he almost you don't, you don't throw a fade. You don't throw a fade. You just throw the ball to Keenan Allen. He seems like he catches everything this year. Let him he's do a that. Good route runner. Let him exactly. Yeah, let him run around. I don't know. Um, Cowboys covered for the first time this year. Uh, almost won. Probably should have won. Uh, kind of crazy. Ben three touchdowns. Uh, AAF legend Garrett Gilbert looked competent. That's kind of cool. Zeke did play in the beginning of the game. I was like, oh, no, watch out. He might not play. Then he did play. James Conner was trash, unfortunately. Juju had a touchdown. Claypool did pretty well. I mean, this was just a weird-ass game. CD, 4 for 71, a touchdown. Anything to take away from this game other than the Steelers' offense isn't quite as good as we might think it is? No, James Conner needs to get priced down to like 6K. I think they got Cincinnati coming up next, though, so maybe it's a get-right spot for him. Like, the game script was kind of weird. They didn't need – they probably didn't plan on using Conner a ton. Probably thought they'd get a huge lead and just go with uh, McFarland and Snell. And then they were chasing points right away. So then McFarland got a lot of pass catching work and James Conner really didn't do shit. So that just sucks. I got a ton of James Conner this year. You know that. Mm-hmm. You love him. And you made me love him more than I originally loved him. He's but it's a good been, year. Been working. Not a yeah. Great year, but a good year. Solid. I'm going to take it. Um, It was just weird because this was one of the uh, games that I actually got here in the New York area for the, the four o'clock slate. And they just had the Steelers just pretty much played five wide the entire second half. Like they barely, it, it felt like legitimately in those last like three drives, James Conner might've been on the field twice. And one was for a fourth down run, which instead of running straight, I always love when the NFL offenses try and run backwards first. And yeah, it didn't work. Surprise. Uh, I think that was on like the, uh, the drive before Gilbert, uh, before the end of the game. So yeah, it just felt like five wide the entire time. They just said, let's go and see what happens considering how bad this Dallas defense is. And it worked, I guess. 24-19. Steelers win. Cowboys cover. And um, yeah, that's that's really it. I don't think too much more we have to worry about from this game. Uh, let's go to a fun one. Dolphins, Cardinals. Tua and oh, Trademark that, Sia. Uh, Tua Tugavailoa, 20 of 28 for two touchdowns. 248, so this was a real game out of him. But I think we all kind of know uh, the real story. Jordan Howard, 10 carries, 19 yards, and a touchdown. Sia and I are going to have so much fun with that one. I think that's awesome. Um, Preston Williams gets hurt. He was carted off. That kind of sucks. And I think I might have to be honest, Christian Kirk might be good, I think, at this point. good. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I'll be honest. I'll be honest about it. Uh, Kyler Murray, though, just insane. 283, three touchdowns, 106 on the ground, and another touchdown. Dude is an absolute monster. But the Dolphins win because Cliff Kingsbury, he's just, his balls weren't big enough today. His balls were not big enough today. What'd you like? What didn't you like from this game, Sticks? 
I still I don't know how the hell the Dolphins score so many points with such lack of production on Tua, but he did a really good job in the pressure situations on avoiding sacks and really good awareness of where the blitz is coming and everything. And he looked pretty quick when he scrambled a little bit, but the loss of Preston Williams is going to hurt this team. Mm-hmm. They just traded Isaiah Ford too, which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me unless they just didn't think he was good. Jacecki hit the over on his receiving yard, so you know I jam that every week. So that's good. But uh, Parker season, I guess, moving forward, or I don't know what they're going to do. We're going to see a lot more Jakeem Grant. But if Preston Williams is done, that's going to be a problem because they really need him. But it should be a good bump up to Parker and Jacecki at really low prices moving forward on draftings. One thing. One thing of note, and that's really interesting, Kyler did throw the ball 26 times, so nothing crazy. Uh, they ran the ball 37 times uh, for 178, so you're not angry about that. Almost five a rush. DeAndre Hopkins only had three targets. Now, I, I'll be very honest, I didn't get to watch as much of this game as I wanted. I don't know if Byron Jones was shadowing him. I don't know if he was just switching between him and Xavier Howard, but three targets, that's such a weird number for a dude that we've been seeing, what, he had like 15 targets in the first couple games of the year. Um, is that just, are you talking that up to Brian Flores being good at coaching or is that something to be, to be a little worried about moving forward? No, Flores took him out. It seems like they, they ran a shadow with bracket coverage and no matter who you are, unless you're Calvin Johnson, that's going to be tough to beat. Um, and you know, Deandre Hopkins isn't fast. He's not that big or anything like that. He's just a skillful, skillful route runner and probably the best hands in the NFL and feet work, man, mm. footwork, you know, like if he's, I like feet work. Line, he, yeah. Feet work. All right, we'll like go feet, feet work. work. See a trademark as well, buddy. Um, but yeah, it was, no, Flores is a dude. He's such a good coach. I, I love watching how he schemes. He doesn't have that much talent on this team yet. They got all these draft picks coming up. They're going to be fun to watch and see it called that before this season. So shout out to him as well. As you're doing these trademarks, take a little victory lap. Uh, but yeah, victory clap. Like just, yeah, and a victory clap. There you go. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of bracket coverage, and they just took him out of the game. So that's why Christian Kirk had so much room to be free. But uh, I like that game plan. Take away Hopkins, make someone else beat you, and they didn't beat him. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray was just an absolute What the hell beast. is Edmonds doing? Let's get that out of the rabbit. I mean, he hit the over on his rushing yards, but man, I Took had, 25, I had yeah. him in every single lineup. And he couldn't get in the box. Did not do much. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little disappointing there. Uh, but I mean, when Kyler Murray runs 11 times for 106, and man, watching him run is so fun. I've never seen someone accelerate. Now, I'm probably using a little bit of hyperbole, but accelerate that quick. It is insane. It's like two steps and he's at full speed. And it's just like, oh, see you, man. And then he can he's shifty. Damn. He is so yeah, much fun to watch. It's those little quick steps yep. and he's gone. See ya. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the Cardinals definitely should have won this game. They did not. So they fall to five and three. The Dolphins definitely shouldn't have won this game, in my opinion. They take it away. Good for them. How the hell is Zane Gonzalez short on a 49 yard? Yeah, right. An NFL kicker. That's I mean, but why are they kicking the field goal? Let's just be I think that is is more important, honestly. Why the hell are you kicking that field goal? But yeah, I agree. You shouldn't be short. Uh, that's it's a bad look. Got a to big leg, this. too. That was I thought that yep. was money in the bank. Looked at it, it was dead up the middle. <laughs> it's just short on 49 yards. Got See a hits that. See a hits yeah. You saw the video. That's true. I did. It was we'll call it 49. Um it was good Some, from 49. Definitely. It would have exactly, yeah. It would have been good from 49. With no linemen out there, no pressure, anything like that. I'm sure C hey. just replicates that in the game. Yeah, in his head. He lawyers it up. With um with the Dolphins now five and three, the Patriots seemingly bad. And we'll see. We're recording this before the Jets game, which I don't know if you're gonna watch. I don't really want to, but I don't know, whatever the hell it's is on TV. Um do the Dolphins the make the playoffs? Singer is on tonight. Oh, good, good, good. 
Um, never seen and, it. Just, the commercials are hilarious on how like intense everybody is. I don't know why people care about that TV show. They should be watching more of us, honestly. But uh, do the Dolphins make the playoffs this year? I know I it's next do, year. I'd Sia has the rest it, of but... their schedule. I'm gonna still say no. Hmm. Remember, we have that extra spot this year. Only one team gets a buy, so there's that seventh team. Pretty soon, it's just going to be eight because the NFL needs all the money in the world, so there will be no buy. But until then, seven spots. So we got the Chiefs okay. assumed. Uh, looks like the Steelers and the Ravens are going to be coming out of the North. The South, I mean, shit, I, one of those two teams so is going to figure it Titans out. Titans are in. Titans or the Colts. One of them will figure it out. That's about it from there. AFC West. I don't know. Oh, well, the Chiefs. Sorry. Um, yeah. North, South, East. Yeah, the Bills. Like, I, how many teams are better than the Dolphins in the AFC? So, I wouldn't even say the Bills are that much better. Yeah, they are. I don't know. Well, it's, they play again, right? Yeah. Bills won they by two, Buffalo. I think. First game. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a good question. Let's see what happens. Okay, thank you for Flores that answer. The, Flores is definitely the best coach out of the bunch outside of Andy Reid and uh, Harbaugh, in my opinion. But. I like that. I like that. All right, uh, last game, not on the Sunday slate, so thankfully you didn't have to blow your load on this one, but the Saints demolished the Bucks. I was asleep while by the time it got to 28 to nothing, so thankfully didn't even have to care about this game. Jameis Winston, one for one, 12 yards. That is fantastic. Tom Brady has three picks. The Bucs couldn't do anything on offense. Am I reading this right? A total of 209 for Tom Brady and a total of eight rushing yards for the Bucs. Um, I mean, I didn't really see this coming, right? Like, no, that's no. insane. That's We should just leave it at that. It was awful. Okay. Um, Taysom Hill, most rushing yards in the game. So, that yep. And Mike Thomas, five for 51. He's back. Didn't really need him because it was pretty much done immediately, but that was kind of cool. Awesome. All right. Yeah, uh, that sucks. And yeah, I think that's it. That is our recap for week nine. That's really all we have to do there. Uh, again, at Sticks Picks, at Michael Brazil One, at Windaily Sports. Make sure to follow all of us on Twitter. WindailySports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in the expert chat. Ask Sticks all the questions you want on player props, on DFS, on season long. The whole crew is there. Sticks. Wait, I already told everybody where to find you on the internet. Okay. What do I ask to end it? Where where are we on to, Sticks? I'm on to week 10 personally and the Masters. Both. And the Masters. Week 10 and the Masters never happened before. Let's all enjoy it for Sticks, for myself, for the Windaily Sports family. We all appreciate you and we hope you make it a very profitable week 10 of the NFL. Yo. Nope.